Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift, and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Hello and welcome, everyone. I hope you're all faring well. I'm Dr. Jean Marie, your Love Light host, and we're delighted for you to join us on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, shining love light into your hearts and homes to empower your life with love. And many thanks to our listeners around the world who tune in live and on demand. Before we begin, I'd like to share this excerpt by Rob Sultanen in tribute to those who are making a difference every day. Here's to the crazy ones, the misfits, the rebels, the troublemakers, the round pegs in the square holes, the ones who see things differently. They're not fond on rules and they have no respect for the status quo. You can quote them, disgrace, disagree with them, glorify or vilify them about the only thing you can't do is ignore them because they change things. They push the world forward. And while some may see them as the crazy ones, we see genius because the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. We have a great show today, Shifting Chaos to Bliss with Beth Bell. Are you caught up in the external chaos of the world and seek inner peace? Do you want to break through belief systems that aren't serving you? Do you want to reach a state of supreme happiness, utter joy, and contentment that is pure bliss? Then this is the show for you. Joseph Campbell quotes, if you do follow your bliss, you put yourself on a kind of track that has been there all the while waiting for you. And the life that you ought to be living is the one you are living. Follow your bliss and don't be afraid and doors will open where you didn't know they were going to be. Spiritual bliss comes from being in touch with our true self, totally connected in soul, body, and universal power that extends beyond the trappings of the material world. It is freedom from anxiety, worry, and suffering, and in a constant state of mind undisturbed by loss or gain. Ultimately, it is a high quality of thought anchored in awareness, and that love is central to our natural state of being. And out of bliss, our life is enriched. Henceforth comes wonder, magic, and a profound ability to create a life you love. And following our bliss requires commitment to spiritual growth. But what blocks us from following our bliss, fear, you know, some of our relationships, busyness, distractions, limiting beliefs, inability to relax and enjoy life, disconnect from healthy energy, nature, and love, the need to satisfy egoic needs of power, control, and material gain, poor self-care, 
feeling unloved, unworthy, and disconnected. And our amazing guest today, Beth Bell, will help us shift and break through the chaos to bliss. She is a multidimensional spiritual advisor, entrepreneur, author of the bestseller Angels, Herpes, and Psychedelics, Unveiling the Mind to Unveil Illusions. Beth says, when we unravel our minds and break through the belief systems that don't serve our highest good, we can transcend suffering and live our best lives, and that we have the power to create our own existence and design life experiences. Her goal is to empower you on your spiritual journey and know that you're not (coughs) alone. Her mission to assist in pollinating the planet with love. I just love that. So let's get ready to break through beliefs, these uh, Condition beliefs tap into inner wisdom and awaken. So now I welcome Beth Bell on our show today, Shifting Chaos to Bliss. Welcome, Beth. Jean, thank you. That was such an amazing intro. And now I know for sure that we are soul sisters here to help shine the light of love on humanity. So thank you for having me. Well, I am so delighted uh, because this is such a self-empowering show. And Beth, you've had quite an interesting journey, an interesting story. Can you share some highlights of your journey of spiritual awakening? Yeah, I'd love to. You know, life is so interesting because we get programmed oftentimes when we're young that we need to create a plan for our life. And the reality is, is that before we even came into these physical bodies, we created that plan. And now we're just here to enjoy the journey. And yet I know my mind, having growing up in the Midwest of America, was all about work hard, be humble, you know, it was staying in the matrix and and get that job, get that house, get that white picket fence. And so there was all these goals that were set forth, but they're all programs. And we oftentimes use our minds to try to follow a narrative that we think we're supposed to be doing when in fact spirit has oftentimes another plan so one of the things i've learned over the course of my life is that it's really the plan the plan that was set forth by my highest self my soul uh before i even came here so it's more about having fun on the journey than it is making the journey so difficult Yes, yes. I I was going to ask you that question. When did you realize you were not on your path and how it made you feel? And you you just indicated, you know, there's something wrong here. I'm not feeling good. There's no joy here. (laughs) Right? Well, and sometimes there is some level of joy. And that's also where it gets sticky because sometimes (laughs) it's about, you know, am I just comfortable? But when we're comfortable, it doesn't mean we're on our, our, our true path. And but look, we're always on our path. Everything is always part of our path. And I like to say that you can't make a bad decision. You just make another one. And when we start to hear ourselves tell ourselves that was a bad decision, that is the ego mind trying to make a judgment. So I like to encourage people and it's an ongoing process for myself every day is to put that ego mind in the back seat and let spirit drive. Because when spirit drives, 
then we're in the fun and the childlike curiosity, right? Not just curiosity, but that childlike curiosity that brings that joy that we often miss so much as adults because we just start to take life all too seriously. Mm, I love that. And what you're saying is that really nothing is wasted. They're not really mistakes. I think like lessons that we have to learn are there for us to wake up. So uh, thanks for sharing that uh, because, uh, you know, we're venturing off here or there, but there's something to learn on our journey. And Beth, uh, the perfect life, you really highlighted that, you know, because I've been there, went through this struggle trying to be perfect under the veil of unworthiness <laughs> and these conditioned fears. Uh, you talk about uh, your story that enabled you to strip away this veil of a perfect, picture-perfect life. And I know for a lot of listeners out there kind of struggling, trying to fit in and, you know, be approved, uh, uh, do what's required to stay comfortable. What What's your, your thoughts on that? You know, it's really about the mind-heart balance. That's the way I think to really run on the soul's plan as opposed to the ego mind's plan. And we get so numbed today with all of our external environment and all the things that get projected onto us as to what we should do, be, have, look like, feel like. And when we're in our heart, we allow emotions to flow through. We allow experiences to happen without judgment. And it's a really blissful place to be. And sometimes we just make it so difficult to get there because the external world is reflecting these things. And I think over the last, you know, three years or so, spirit, you know, universe, God, source, whatever you want to call it, came in and gave us all a really big knock over the head and said, I'm going to make you sit with yourself in the four walls that you built Mm -hmm. and really reflect on what are the narratives that are running in your mind? Because those narratives are running you. And now we have this incredible awareness that it's a choice and that I want to make new choices. I mean, think of all the things that have changed for people over the last several years because they were sort of forced into situations that made them uncomfortable. And so I like to just encourage people to just get a little uncomfortable that comfort isn't always bliss. It doesn't mean that you can't be blissful and comfortable at the same time, but I think it's asking those deeper questions that your soul is constantly nudging you to to ask yourself to take action on. And oftentimes we ignore because we want to stay comfortable or we want to stay in the narrative of the ideation of the perfect life, which might be that you have a house and you have kids and you have a husband or a wife. And that's not necessarily the plan that everyone has set forth for themselves. And so sometimes we wake up at certain points in time and, and really get hit over the head with disease or job loss or divorce or, you know, something, a death, something that really shocks us to our core. And then we say, oh, okay, there must be another way. And so I think why not just find the other way right now? Beautifully said. Beth, let's talk about the energy of chaos. Uh, You know, our show is shifting chaos to bliss, and we're going to highlight, you know, what bliss is really all about. But let's talk about the energy of chaos and what really contributes to that and blocks our capacity to move into blissful living. Chaos is simply our 
interaction with the external world. And the only way to change our external world is to change our internal state. I have a feeling your listeners have probably heard that message a million times and it's frustrating because it's like, how do I shift that state? (laughs) And that's when we start to really get into the mind monitoring. You know, what am I hearing myself say to to myself? What am I thinking? Because what what we do is we attract. There's some basic laws that that most of the listeners probably know, the law of attraction, um, that when we're thinking in a circuitous loop of thoughts, We're going to attract things in our external environment that validate that. And so sometimes we have to go back and and really like eat, eat, eat to the tape and say, I don't want that tape anymore. And when we do that internally, then the chaos of the external world starts to change for us. But until we change the internal world, the chaos is always going to be there. And I have a really strong feeling it's going to get a lot more chaotic in the next few years before it actually calms down. So now's the time to jump into how do I calm my mind? How do I get it in the back seat? And how do I get spirit to drive, which is always going to be through the heart? not through our minds. And the other thing is we get so compensated and rewarded for our minds, for our thinking, our if-then thinking. If I do this, then this will happen. Let me come up with all the options. I'm not saying any of those things are bad. I'm just saying that there's a balance that we need to have. And that's probably one of my biggest lessons that I learned living in Bali, actually, for five and a half years, is that the Balinese were very much examples of living in the now, which is also another frustrating phrase. I think sometimes it's like, well, that sounds nice, but how do we do that? And it's about being really present in this moment and seeing the perfection in this moment, right? And instead we get programmed to to judge ourselves for, oh, are we in the right place for the future? Or did we make the right decisions from the past? And it's like, we have to get in there and stop that narrative that's running and only you can do it. No lover, you know, no, no spouse, no child, no, no amount of money can stop your mind only you. And that's the power that, that we want to bring everybody back to is the power of their ability to create their life and choose bliss and love. Yes. Very well said. And that's so much energy invested in toxicity that can become habitual and normal. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. And you think, hey, this is the way it should be. And that's why, you know, looking at the tools that you're going to share to help people connect more with the inner wisdom and expand their consciousness uh, in the second segment will be so important. Uh, Let's talk about bliss and the bliss of divine oneness. Yeah, I love because, that. Because, Beth, we use a lot of like spiritual terms or terms that are esoteric. So we try to make things more practical. So what is bliss? And, you know, uh, we're going to talk about how to get there. But I think the understanding of that and our divine oneness, uh, uh, please highlight uh, your thoughts yeah, on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is one of those phrases that sounds really good. And again, we go, what does it actually mean? And how are we all one? And maybe the simplest example I can give um, would be a, perhaps a, a child that's born, or maybe a pet that you acquire if you don't have children. And there's that feeling of just oneness in love. You just, you just feel it in your body and in your heart and in your soul. 
and it's unconditional. It's like that, that love that just is anchored within you. And that love is not something that you buy. You don't buy that from a child. You don't, you know, it just happens naturally. And so it's feeling into that feeling of oneness that we can experience maybe on a one-to-one basis with a, with an animal, a lover or a child and knowing that we can have that oneness with everyone when we unravel the programs that the mind holds onto so tightly and we can just be in love with life and with ourselves and know that everything that we do is is connection to other people as well so it's it's a it's a really beautiful place to be and i i would say that i didn't truly understand that phrase until I did psychedelics, it embodied all of the intellectual, spiritual knowledge that I'd built in my toolbox for over 20 years. And I've always been an anti-drug person. So maybe we'll leave people hanging on that before we go to the break. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm the least likely person to have ever done any illegal drugs. And now I have, and I'm a psychedelic spokesperson in the right set and setting. So yeah, so there's more we can talk about in the bliss of divine oneness, um, I think around that topic as well. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. And uh, so therefore, as we look at chaos, we know that the energy of chaos can be exhausting and draining. And many feel boxed in with limiting beliefs. Uh, And even, as, as Beth indicated, remaining in the comfort zone may bring you some degree of joy. But if you wish to break free uh, to, you know, a more, what can I say, divine uh, existence where we can achieve that spiritual happiness and spiritual bliss. Uh, we have the person here who's going to share some spiritual tools uh, in the next segment. But right now, we're ready for a brief commercial break. So to our listeners, don't go away. We'll be right back with more on Shifting Chaos to Bliss with Beth Bell, multidimensional spiritual advisor, entrepreneur, author. And stay tuned for more and Best sharing of her self-empowering spiritual tools. We'll be right back. Announcing Dr. Jean Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-day weekly prompts and affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-day weekly prompts and affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Jean Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving.com. That's Dr. Jean Marie Farish ConsciousLoving. Dot com, or click the link on the Love Light show page. Best-selling authors international news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book. We're all in this together. Embrace One Another, an anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors 
who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change and flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love and enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on The Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascension Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from Spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now. And there is so much help from above, from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us, wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at www.ascensionlibrary.org. Have a wonderful day. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back to Love Light Living in the Spirit of Love. And if you're just joining us, we are with our outstanding guest, Beth Bale. She's an off spiritual advisor, an entrepreneur on our show today, Shifting Chaos to Bliss. And Beth, thank you so much for really breaking down what chaos and the energy of chaos is about and uh, just, you know, really moving into what bliss means in terms of practical living as opposed to just esoteric spiritual terms. And before we uh, went on break, uh, Beth was sharing about her life experiences in terms of dealing with psychedelics or whatever. And 
Uh, Beth has an interesting journey that I like for her to share about her uh, history uh, in the pharmaceutical industry. Uh, I think you broke free of that corporate existence, but can you highlight a little bit more about that, Beth, and your journey? Yeah, well, I think it goes back to the first segment when we were talking about the perfect life. And I had, in many ways, sort of the perfect job. I actually loved what I did in the pharmaceutical industry. But I have to say that anyone that knows me now is like, you were what? You were in the pharmaceutical industry? And anybody in the pharmaceutical industry is like, you're what? You're a flower whisperer and pollinating the planet with love? Like, what? So it's, it's interesting how we navigate through our soul's plan. And I would have bet all my life savings that I would never do illegal drugs, especially not psychedelics, because why would I want to lose my mind? Um, I grew up in the 70s. And that was like, I did not want my brain to be that egg in the frying pan on drugs. And so um, that narrative stuck with me all my life. And, and living in Bali for five and a half years and and have already been on a really deep spiritual journey. Bali took it to another level for me. I still hadn't done any psychedelics. I I felt really great about my spiritual toolbox. I I was strong in my intuition and my my connection to source and I'd come back to the United States and and a dear friend of mine was diagnosed with breast cancer and she tried MDMA which by the way is is at the FDA right now looking for approval um, to help with anxiety, depression. Um, it does a lot of things, but um, it's actually, you know, being st- it's being studied, it has been studied, and it probably will receive approval next year. So she had done MDMA and said, Beth, you know, you really should try this. And I said, you know, I really don't need to. Like I feel really solid with where I am. And and I just wasn't interested in opening that idea of psychedelics and losing my mind. And so then she did San Pedro and and she just kind of kept nudging me. And, and I had interviewed Louis Schwartzberg, who's the famous time-lapse cinematographer. And I want to talk all about flowers. He wanted to talk all about mushrooms because he had just launched fantastic fungi. And so I asked him, I said, Hey, Louis, like, tell me about San Pedro. Tell me about ayahuasca. So he said, Beth, if you get the right opportunity and, and, you know, the right set and setting, he's like, absolutely. So that was kind of in the back of my mind. And then fast forward, I had another opportunity to try something called San Pedro, which is a cactus. It's indigenous. Um, uh, you know, a lot of tribal, uh, tribes use this. It's, it's not like it's something new. It's been around for centuries and has brought wisdom to, to a lot of indigenous people. And so I tried, I tried San Pedro. I went to a proper ceremony and had the most amazing experience and really understood the difference between my soul and my mind. And I thought I knew that before. Intellectually, I thought I knew that, but until I experienced what it was like to really have my mind, in the back seat, um, I, I I have to say that I did not understand the power of our soul speak, and it's happening all the time, but we don't quiet our minds long enough to listen. And so that was one of the things that the flowers were teaching me in my flower photography as I was observing them. You know, Mother Nature is with us all the time. You know, an acorn doesn't have to intellectualize and think about how to become an oak tree, right? Um, A caterpillar doesn't think about how to become a butterfly. And so it's getting into that magic that's so important for us to get out of the mind and into the heart. And so that's one of the reasons why now I feel that being a psychedelic spokesperson is so important because I'm here to help shift the narrative around 
what people think psychedelics are about. And also that unraveling your mind, of course, we don't want to completely lose our mind. We still need our mind. Our mind helps us. But unraveling the mind and not having it in the driver's seat is the most important thing that you can do in any lifetime to help you move out of the chaos and into the bliss. Mm. Beth, thank you so much for sharing your experience and your story. And I know that there are many listeners, the masses are trying to achieve inner peace. And you brought that up earlier that it may get worse before it gets better. And, uh, you know, not being in peace is really uh, being in turmoil and in chaos. And uh, I know you have uh, some strategies or spiritual tools to help us expand our consciousness and really wake up and get more connected to that inner wisdom. Uh, would you like to share some of those strategies or tools, spiritual tools with listeners for healing yeah, and awakening? Yeah, I, I would love to. I mean, I share so many of them in my book and I'm just sitting here with spirit and spirit says, tell them about intuitive risk-taking <laughs> and maybe <laughs> Because this has been something that um, I've really worked on for years of my life. And and it, it, intuitive risk-taking is when you get a feeling, a gut feeling. Well, it is really a gut feeling because it's your, your second brain is your gut going to your brain and your head. And that means that oftentimes you don't have a logical reason for why you're doing something, but you just feel it. You're like, I just feel like I should do this. And the hard part for me is growing up in the Midwest of America, North Dakota, I was really programmed with, if if you succeed, it's your fault. And if you fail, it's your fault. So I took a lot of like really deep responsibility for my life and for my actions. And that didn't always serve me actually. Like in some cases it did, but when, when it came to following my heart, I always wanted to question myself. And, you know, if someone asked me, why did you make that decision? What am I going to tell them? I had to break through that. And I had to get into those intuitive moments and say, I don't know why. And I'm okay with that because I know that deep within myself that this is what I need to do. I need to leave my corporate life. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> the first time I did it, I was still in the middle of, of my divorce and, and we were headed to divorce court and there was financial strains and attorney's fees and, and spirit said, it's time to leave your job. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, and, and I did, and I didn't, if anybody ha had said to me, what's your business plan or what's your strategy? I couldn't have told you. I just knew that if I didn't follow spirit, that I wouldn't be on my, I wouldn't be on the path. And so it's a struggle to always want to stay on the path as opposed to my path or what I think, you know, I should do. But all of those are mental thought constructs that are put by yourself, your ancestral lineage, your, you know, your upbringing or societal norms. And so it's all about breaking through these ideations of how we're supposed to be, do, act, um, and experience life when spirits just there saying, I'm just here telling you that <laughs> it, there's an easier way. And it's just following your heart and knowing that you can always make another decision and keep going. So you know, we don't Beth, have the fear. Yes. I, and I know you're going to share uh, your strategies and tools, but I like to just jump in here for a minute <laughs> because I love that whole aspect of intuitive risk taking because 
you know, I've learned that when I listen to spirit, that inner voice, and I pay attention to it and follow it, even though sometimes it doesn't make sense, but then it all, you know, comes together. And uh, as you were talking about that, I just thought about embracing change because this mm-hmm. is, you left your corporate career that was very that was very successful uh, and, and you traveled around the world and, and worked in different places. Let's talk about uh, vulnerability and courage uh, to make those changes because when we think about vulnerability, uh, looking at that side of us, uh, where we have the least confidence or certainty uh, uh, that really, you know, it's, it's like then we don't follow our heart because it's like, wait a minute, I'm scared. You know, I don't want to be vulnerable. So let me just stay in the comfort zone. What are your thoughts about that as you uh, before you share some of your tools? I have learned to not like the comfort zone. (laughs) I really like living on the edge because it's what keeps us alive. It's what keeps us going. It's what keeps us expanding. It's what keeps us having experiences with others. Um, You know, as we grow older and we become more mature, sometimes our neural networks and our brain get a little bit mm, one-sided or on a track and I feel that we're here to keep expanding, growing, and and really feeling into all that life has to offer because otherwise it does get stale and it does get too comfortable and it does get boring. And then patterns emerge that aren't necessarily for our higher good. Maybe it's just sitting around watching too much Netflix or maybe it's, you know, whatever whatever the vices are it's so important to keep going and to keep experiencing life in new ways and getting out of the storylines of who you think you are, which are oftentimes based to the storylines of the past and be in that present moment, as we talked about earlier, in the perfection of what is right now and all the opportunities that are available to you right now, even when sometimes we feel like there's nothing available to us, it's then that it's so important that we switch our lens and say, yes, everything is possible. Let me get into what it is that makes my heart sing, right? It's about what it's not. And and we all know this. It's not about following the money. It's not like, well, what can I do that makes the most money? It's what can I do that makes my heart glow? Because that's what attracts abundance. It's abundance of love. It's abundance of, of community and support. And when we have all of that, the abundance of money can flow as well because we're, we're stepping out of the fear because the fear has the vibration that is very closed off and, and keeps us really stale. Whereas love and, and joy, those are those vibrations of those emotions open us to new possibilities and to new ways of thinking and to new experiences. And so it's so important that we monitor one of the tools I talk about is mind monitoring. Just what is it that my mind is thinking? And we have so many repetitive thoughts every day. And there's there's the same thoughts a lot of times. And so, you know, maybe it's journaling um, that gets you into your head. Maybe it's just reflecting at the end of the day what you're grateful for. You know, there's some really easy ways to hear what your what your narratives are in your head. Because when you're writing your gratitude journal, I guarantee during that time, as positive as you may be, something negative is going to rear its ugly head. Oh, well, this didn't happen or that didn't happen, right? And, oh, thank you. Let it go, 
right? Let's go back to what I, what I do have, what I do know and the love in my heart and love is free. And to me, love is the new currency. How rich are you? That's the question to ask yourself. How much do you love yourself? How much love do you share with others? That's that, that is the crux of where we are right now in humanity today. Yes. Yes. And I love the mind monitoring where you can do your reflecting and introspecting the journaling where you can really capture these narratives that are constantly playing out. And Beth, as you were sharing, you know, how we stay in that comfort zone, I can attest to walking the primrose path that was dictated by society, but I just always felt something was missing. It has to be more. And listening to that inner voice and inner guidance, you know, uh, you have to make some changes uh, to really follow your heart and follow your bliss. You know, you do. And one thing I want to add to that, because the mind monitoring, one of the things that that I did in 2005, so it's been a long time, is I got rid of my TV and I haven't watched TV since. Now, look, if I go to my nephews or my parents or something, or a friend's place, like, and they have the TV on, it's not that I've not ever seen TV, but I really don't watch TV since 2005. And I rarely watch things on Netflix. I do, but it's a handful. You know, it's, it's, if I watch five things in a month, that's a lot for me. And I I don't listen to traditional radio, which is why this program is so great, because you can choose what you want to listen to and what you want to get exposed to, because we don't realize how much we're being reprogrammed every day through. And I'm not saying it's bad to watch Netflix. I'm just saying monitor what it is that you're watching, because it's like food, whatever you're putting into your body, you know, it either creates more energy and more light because it's based on light or it creates heaviness and fat because it's it's staleness and so the same happens with with our visual food that we're putting into our bodies and and through our ears and so i really i don't like the word monitor in this sense because um i just make a conscious choice of mm. what it is that i want to be exposed to because one of the examples that i like to give um and and it's not a hardcore one but something like the friend show or the the show friends um it's a great fun show but sometimes you don't realize that there's a narrative in there that that you need to be part of a friend group that all sits at a coffee shop like there's certain things that that the mind can grab onto to make you feel like you don't have that mm-hmm. you want to be really conscious of that where something like seinfeld you know the the premise of that show and i think why it did so well was that they just laughed at themselves yes. and silly things that we do and you didn't actually feel like you needed to be somebody different you were just like oh yeah I do silly things and, oh, let's just laugh at each other and ourselves as to how life, you know, how we experience life. So, so it's just, you know, I'm not saying one show is better than the other or any of that, but I'm just saying to just have that awareness around Mm -hmm. what it is that you're feeding your, your body, your mind, your soul, your ears, your eyes with. I love that, Beth, because TV can be distracting. Right. I mean, how many people just look at that and I don't have to pay attention to myself or my life. I can just get lost in the show. And then, as you indicated, a lot of shows are programming messages subconsciously to you. And then when you finish watching a show, you'll feel bad. Uh, One other thing before we go on break, I just like to share. I just love what you said. Uh, uh, I can relate to the fact that as I became more awake or more conscious in my life, there were some things that 
and activities that I just let go naturally. Yep. You know, uh, and it wasn't a struggle. And, you know, I didn't have to rationalize or explain. I just knew that that was over and it was done and it's okay. And I can move on to things that bring me more joy or happiness because we do change. And the things that we did 20 years ago, 10 years ago, five years ago, or even a minute ago, if you're more awake, maybe you're not interested in that anymore. But and, I you know, think, well, we're going to continue, Beth, because I think we have to break. Uh, we're ready for another commercial break, but hold that thought. You got <laughs> uh, it. Uh, so don't go away. To our listeners, we'll be right back with more on this fantastic show with Beth Bell, Shifting Chaos to Bliss. She's a multidimensional spiritual advisor, entrepreneur, and author. And she's going to share more of her self empowering tools for expanding our consciousness and uh, uh, waking up. So we'll be right back. Vicki Winterton and Dr. Jean Marie Farish have compiled a dynamic book. We're all in this together. Embrace one another. An anthology with 24 highly diverse co-authors who share how to spread the message of love, resilience, inclusivity, and compassion. This book is an invaluable source of uplifting, inspiring, and positive insights for spreading positivity in the world. We're all in this together. Embrace One Another is available on Amazon.com. Be sure to get your copy today. I'm Judy Satori. I'm a spiritual channel and activator of human potential. You might have heard me speaking on Voice of America on Dr. Jean Farish's show, Love Light, because I've been speaking about the challenges that are besetting all of us right now and how we can surrender but also keep on going. I want to invite you to join my new Facebook group that is devoted to heart-centered connection and unity. Through this Facebook group, you can also join my free access question and answer session with Spirit on the first Wednesday to Thursday of every month. Just search Ascension Community on Facebook to join the group. In this session, I answer questions and transmit energy from spirit to give you guidance and support. Because life on planet Earth ain't easy right now. And there is so much help from above, from beings of love and light, from multidimensional realities who are actually here with us, wanting to step up and support us. I welcome you to become part of our ongoing group conversation about evolutionary change and how it's affecting us as human beings and affecting our life today. Many blessings to you. You can find out more about me and my work at www.ascensionlibrary.org. Have a wonderful day. Dr. Jean Marie Farish is proud to announce the release of her new book, Living in the Spirit of Love. Our Natural State of Being, available now at Balboa Press. This book will help you master your life and flourish in love. You'll learn how to become a better and more evolved you. Feel good by making life-affirming choices. Deepen your feelings and expressions of love. Tune in love and sustain the change. And flourish in love and find your joy. Visit BalboaPress.com and search for Living in the Spirit of Love. And enjoy Dr. Farish's new book today. 
announcing Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations. This is the companion piece to Dr. Farish's best-selling book, Living in the Spirit of Love, Our Natural State of Being. Through the new book, we invite you to cultivate a lifestyle of love through daily devotional practices over a 21-day period following nine ingredients in the recipe of love. Love Mastery Devotion Journal, 21-Day Weekly Prompts and Affirmations is available on Amazon.com and Balboa Press. Best-selling authors international news honors best-selling authors around the globe. Dr. Jean-Marie Farish is featured in the newly released issue of Published Magazine. To have first access to this treasured resource, go to PublishedMagazine.com. Jean-Marie Farish's Center for Conscious Loving, LLC, cultivates a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through personal growth, altruistic services, and speaking engagements. Resources include classes, workshops, life care coaching, and creative service projects with an emphasis on cultural arts. Visit the website at drjeanmariefarish-consciousloving.com. That's drjeanmariefarish-consciousloving.com. Com, or click the link on the Love Light show page. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Gene at Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Gene72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Welcome back to Love Light, living in the spirit of love. And if you're just joining us, we are with our amazing guest, Beth Bell. She's a multidimensional spiritual advisor, entrepreneur, author on our show today, Shifting Chaos to Bliss. And Beth, one of the things we talk about a lot on our show is self-love and self-worth. And, you know, that whole energy can, you know, if you don't feel uh, uh, that you're loving yourself or if you don't feel worthy, that brings a whole uh, what energy of chaos to us, really, or negative thinking as we ruminate on all these negative thoughts that support our feelings of lack of self-love and self-worth. So when we're out of that uh, self-love and self-worth, we get attracted to a lot of things, uh, you know, relationships that don't work, activities, because how we feel about ourselves impact every aspect of our lives. What do you have to say about that? Yeah, well, in addition to everything you just said, where we kind of ended the last segment was also about just letting go of these relationships. And that oftentimes is the hardest thing, whether it's an element of a relationship with a parent you need to let go of, um, the, the lovers, the spouses, um, that, that's a tough one. And, and I, I guess, you know, again, it's a program that that we have to stay with people forever, what maybe more specifically in romantic relationships. And while I am someone who's very committed in my relationships, I do also believe that we set up soul contracts coming into a lifetime. And when those soul contracts are done, when we've learned what we came here to learn from someone, 
oftentimes it's time to move on. Otherwise, we allow other people to keep pulling us back when our spirit is actually, our soul is actually saying, no, this is about ascension. And when someone else doesn't want to ascend, that's usually when the soul contract ends. And oftentimes people stay much longer than necessary because of comfort, because of obligation, because of social constructs that say that that you need to. And so along the theme of you know, really making choices about what you want to come into your life, whether it's media or radio or whatever. It's also about the people that you spend the time with and, and where, and it's not from a judgment, but where are they at in their ascension journey, their spiritual journey? Because shining the light on that, if they're not willing to do their work, so right, if they're willing to do their work, stay in it, stay connected. The work is not done because everyone's just a reflector of you. And so it's a tough job sometimes to do the interreflective work with ourselves. And it goes back to what you were saying about self-love because sometimes we stay in relationships because we don't love ourselves enough to say that I, I want something more. I want to expand more. I deserve to be on an ascension journey. I, I deserve to, to be awakening at higher levels. And that's kind of the, the analogy of, of the, the, the caterpillar into the butterfly where we really, really want to be close with spirit because if we do it the mind way, man, it's difficult. It's difficult to crack out of of the ideas that everyone wants to project onto us that the ways that we're supposed to live our life and things that we're supposed to do and think so i know that was a bit of a long answer um question but it it is really just having that bravery to know that spirit's got you and you know the other phrase that came up in the last segment that i didn't get a chance to say but there's a reason why the phrase jump and the net will appear i don't remember who the original uh, author of that quote is, but why that's become so famous, right? Everybody knows that quote, but a lot of people don't actually do it. And yes. it's because of the fear and spirits got you. And this journey and in this lifetime and every lifetime you're ever going to have is always going to be the same goal. And that is to get lined up with your soul and your soul's journey and source so that you can live in bliss and not chaos. And the, and the more lifetimes we have and the more we break through, the, the, the brighter our light becomes. And then we're awakening agents, you know, on the planet to help shine the light, to pull the vibration up so we can all ascend into that bliss of divine oneness that we talked about earlier. So that's our, you know, like job, right? It's this, it's a service that we are here to offer, which is, healing ourselves back to the wholeness, our innate divine abundance uh, and perfection that we are, that is our only job here. And when we do that for ourselves, we naturally help other people see the way home. And, and it takes bravery and, and dedication, but it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful way to live. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'll stop there for a moment because I want death, you to end. Death is freedom. It's freedom. Yeah. And I love what you said, even in the context of relationships, you know, we have these soul contracts and perhaps that's done, you know, but we feel obligated to continue when we know that perhaps that that situation has, has finished. You say every relationship provides an opportunity to grow, expand, 
and understand who you really are, not what you think you are or what you think you need to be for others. And therefore, we have to do some self-introspection, self-reflection. What is this relationship showing and teaching me about myself? Mm -hmm. Yes. And they're all lessons that we've called in for our growth. Yes. Absolutely. And so even though, and if you, if anyone does read my book, you know, I talk about the devil in India and don't miss the gratitude notes at the end, because I called the devil in, we're all going to sleep with our devils at uh, in some lifetime in some Ascension journey, because if you don't, you don't know the difference. <laughs> so we, we don't know what tall is unless we know short. So sometimes we got to sleep with the devils and we got to learn the lessons and get out, get move going. On. Yeah. Move on, shine the light, show the way. And, Beth, this brings us to your book, Angels, yeah. Herpes and Psychedelics, Unveiling the Mind to Unveil Illusions. Tell us about why you named your book this. And I know your book serves as an instructional tool. So tell us more about our your book and how uh, listeners can access it. Yeah, spirit guided me to write the book. I always wanted to write a book, but I wanted to, you know, the five pearls of wisdom, three tips, the, you know, the, the five tools, whatever. I wanted to be the expert, but that was all from my ego mind. Spirit said one day, you will write a book about your life and the stories of your life, the, the shame, the vulnerability. Yes, you can sprinkle in the success, but you got to speak the truth yes. and you got to show the way, you know, yes. I think everyone's tired of getting all the, the modules and the, this and the that, and yes. I can tell you how to, yes. my book isn't a how to guide. It's a, it's a, I want to show you what happened to me and what, what I did. I don't want to tell you what to do because your soul's plan is your plan. You've intricately designed your life for your experiences. I'm going to share with you what I designed for mine. And the most fascinating thing to me that I think I've, I've felt as I've listened to a lot of people in their comments to me is, Oh, we had so many similar situations, you know, and, and what, and, and when I wrote it, I thought, Oh, geez, I'm probably the only, you know, person that, that stepped into that or, you know, or that was stupid or, you know, it, so it was fascinating how, and it continues to be fascinating how the book helps us all come together and and realize that yeah we 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 have more in common than we have different and maybe that goes back to the media that that really puts a bug in my bonnet that that um the the little bit that I do get exposed to it it's always tearing us apart it's always trying to say why we're different or why we should be different or something we should fight for and i'm like no you know mother teresa would never march for you know for for peace, she, you know, or against war, right? Because she just was like, no, we just need to be in peace and just show peace. We don't march against something else. And so, yeah, it's just such an important time that, that everyone really listens to spirit. So I got off topic back on, why did I write the book? Spirit told me to do so. Why did I put that title? Spirit told me to do so. Do you think I really ever wanted to have a book that had herpes <laughs> on the cover? No. Did I ever think, you know, I'm, and, and I even had my, 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 my boyfriend at the time who I adored and loved tell me, you know, why can't you just be normal Stop <laughs> writing this book okay. and go back to a corporate job? Because that's where they were comfortable. They were uncomfortable with me, you know, shining the light, showing the way and telling the truth. 
right? And I'm like, mm-hmm. and that's just another example of why we need to write the books. We need to tell the stories. We need to be vulnerable because that's the way we break through. And uh, Beth, without permission, and you have a special giveaway to listeners, if you can share that and how listeners can connect. I do. They can go to bethbell.me and mm-hmm. I gift the two first two chapters of my book for free. Um, I also have a tribe of people that show up on Sundays at 1111 on my YouTube channel um, because I, I also found that a lot of people had questions and I don't want anyone to feel alone so they can okay. come to the channel. Wonderful. And uh, they can go to your website and find out all that information, right? Yes, bethbell.me. All right. Well, thank you, Beth, for being on our show today with your inspirational wisdom and tools to help us on our spiritual journey to break through and break free these limiting beliefs and tap into that inner wisdom and expand our consciousness to move beyond chaos to blissful living and most importantly, for your laudable mission for pollinating the planet with love. (laughs) So, so Yes, and I invite listeners to listen back on demand and share our show with others, connect with Beth to go deeper and take advantage of her empowering resources and gifts. Tune in next week for our show, Purpose to Remix with Jade Simmons. Strengthen and embody the practice of love in your daily life by accessing your weekly love practice exercise posted on the blog pages of my websites, JeanFerrisJourney.com and Dr. Jean Marie Ferris, ConsciousLoving.com. And many thanks to uh, people who visit the website and share your thoughtful comments and feedback from doing those exercises. Uh, and I am offering a, a Cultivating Loving Relationships Masterclass at Millsaps College Enrichment Program, and that's also posted on my website. Much gratitude to the Voice America team for making this show a reality and for shining their light around the world. Uh, blissful living is heaven on earth. Be in love with life. Be in love with yourself. Use each moment to create a life you love with positive thoughts that bring you joy and happiness. Access my article published in Savannah East, Heaven on Earth, The Art of Conscious Living, where I highlight, embrace change, embody love, be grateful, and live purposefully. Purposefully. This is Dr. Jean Marie coming to you from Voice America. And until we meet again, remember, an empowered self is a loving self. And keep your love light shining. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening to Love Light this week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week filled with love, self-worth, and better connections.